Hello and welcome to the Especially on Tuesday podcast. My name is Kathy Ross and I'm the founder of the Humaning Project where we are all about and here for the love of thinking where we can process real life in real time through the words that we use. Uh, one phrase that doesn't always pays but keeps staying in play is the do you love the alliteration the repeating p's there p's one of the easiest and most pleasant uh plosive or mouth feels to play with i challenge you i inspire you i encourage you to notice your p's for today uh and play with them anywho i have been playing with different phrases oh my gosh i just like took off my glasses so i was in my thinking cubicle aka the shower so pants off thoughts are flying free and fantastically uh and so is inspired to share this thought while it's fresh in front of mind <laughs> and so as i'm talking it's quite interesting i put my glasses on for i don't know what reason uh because i don't usually use my eyes like most people think i eyes are there to look whereas I don't I tend to move about the world by sound and feel <laughs> yes it's as painful as it sounds uh and as I started talking I've been doing this the old people things I'm over 40 now so I'm old to some and young to others and I um I do that thing where I look over my glasses when I read things up close. Uh, my vision is changing as it does when we go through senile atrophy, which is this side of 40. Things start to slow down or don't regenerate after their use as they once did. Anyhow, enough of the old biology. Uh, and as I started talking, it's quite interesting. As I went in, I wanted to turn down my uh, data coming in, that coming through in through my visuals, my eyes. So I took off my glasses. So basically now the world is a blur. Uh, and yeah, you, you usually see a lot of people or a lot of older people when they start, if they wear glasses and they start talking, from something that they are not referring to that they're going inward they take their glasses off it's just an interesting thing I haven't noticed myself doing that before anywho that was a long story about something that I just noticed love it okay so I've been playing with an adage a saying something that rolls off the tongue with no thought and that is the work-life balance and I have been playing with this uh, particular saying because I, it's one of those ones that gets rolled out usually when work is too much and life is too little, um, but rarely when life is a lot uh, and work is too little or uh, rarely when uh, there is balance being achieved hey saying yeah I'm nailing it uh, and I have a couple of angles to dangle on this particular phrase that we can uh, break it down to build it back up uh, a little to make it stronger and so I have been uh, listening which listening for me is reading reading a book uh, a couple of books by an author uh, talking about a topic that I absolutely love and I've always loved 
and uh, before I share what I what I how I've translated it how I've created from it and how I am integrating what I have noticed I and how it connects to the work-life balance I connect that line of sight for both you and me so I stay on task I noticed that there is one particular point that they keep coming back to and they keep and that's they um, because now there's multiple authors in the second uh, book in this series and I they keep coming back to this idea that uh, expressing feelings is hard and they don't really give any uh, wiggle room for it to be anything else which uh, really does rub up against a couple of my values uh, and has been firing me up in 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 wonderful ways I'm like oh cool that on one side of the coin some people could say it's evoking uh, that that sensation uh, that inspiration and this particular author would refer to that as inspiration Uh, and others might say it's provoking it's pissing me off it's uh, pointing out a passion point Uh, through a pain point and so uh, we might put those on uh, opposite sides of the coin and so I went and do what I do when I'm curious about a potential continuum of words where we can have two words at other either end of a line that we can slide up where one is more the other is less and when one is less one is more and so I was playing around with provoke and evoke being at uh, polar ends uh, along this line. And I, when I was looking them up in the dictionary, remembering that a dictionary is just a record of the popular use of the words. It doesn't mean it is uh, absolute. The Bible of, and by Bible I mean single source, reference to a I think doctrine is that the word I'm looking for just hold on I thought doctrine is more dogma <laughs> uh, where the a principle or set of principles laid down by an authority as incontrovertibly true yeah again that sounds like there is an assumed lack of choice where there is always more than one option there's always another way we may not love it but there is always one more and so I uh where was I going with this I got stuck I just love reading the dictionary I've just got to close it down so there we go okay so provoke and evoke uh they uh I found them not to be on different sides of the coin I found them to be on the same side of the coin because what they are doing are they are bringing forth or bringing out Whatever it is, they are highlighting something. They are bringing something to our attention. And so, yeah, that's a little bit of fun with the words. You can inter- you could use them interchangeably. And, yeah, I'm going to start playing with evoke and provoke. Uh, just, to know, just to say the difference, which is the... Both are connected to the word... Uh, the Latin word for to call. So that is the thing that is coming out. Uh, and the difference is pro meaning forth. So this, the prefix of pro meaning forth to call. 
And E is another variant of X, which means out of, uh, from, to call. So both of them are pulling something forward or pushing it forward. Whatever it is, it's coming out. So yeah, evoke, provoke could potentially be used interchangeably. Uh, yeah, guess it's how you set it up and how you support it with everything that surrounds it. Anywho. So now what I have, I have what has evoked and provoked uh, for me to create and integrate into my ways of being me. I have been pondering the, the humaning project and what is the fire in the belly of the humaning project? And I have known it for a long time. I just hadn't yet found the succinct and sustainable way of sharing the uh, expressing the experience that is inspiring and um, continually motivating the humaning project to keep progressing. I uh, it is about connecting to its purpose. And so a lot of these things start from something that is personal. And so it starts with a person and then it's connected to another person and another and another before it's connected to people. And it's connected to small, then large groups and then communities. And so then that becomes that cause. And so that's where I aim and want and uh, trust that this is where I can uh, go with this. So sharing and capturing for myself. Uh, so I the, the purpose that I can express in terms that and level of detail that I want to share moving forth. Now, I've shared all of the details underlying these things in previous interviews with people uh, and as well as just when I've been asked the question. And what happened was when I shared the exact details, I had to keep them in my uh, my storage so that I could pull them out and recall them with ease and breeze. Uh, however, it wasn't that easy for me to carry the the weight of these words around with me. So that's why I have continually worked to shape them into a sustainable uh, uh way that I can store them so that I can do the same thing, recall and bring them out and show them off where they need to play their part. So uh, the Humaning Project is uh, inspired by and the passion is fueled by, hello my love, uh, sorry, one of my dogs just walked in. Uh, so it is fueled by my personal and professional experience in the work-life balance. So this is where we're coming back to that full circle, where we started off the work-life balance. And particularly choice and autonomy and the promise of that we will have that as we're growing up. Yet when we enter the workforce, we soon learn that it was always the way that choices will continually be trimmed off, either abruptly at the start uh, or it will seem like the frog in the pot where you find yourself in the smallest space that you cannot move. So thinking with the lens of 
or think bringing front of mind the purpose, the passion, the point of the humaning project. It's about our past informing our present and uh, where we are going from here. I bring to mind uh, examples that stand out in the work and the life. Uh, buckets, containers, so that I can communicate uh, what's important here, what the forever fuel is uh, in the humaning project. So when, like many, when we start out in the work uh, place, I was inspired to help others. I, I say that kind of with that gusto, that false sense of gusto with that uh, underlying sense of cynicism. <laughs> I'm over 20 years in the work uh, place, so I've earned it. <laughs> I'm going to uh, wear that badge, not necessarily with pride, but with awareness and accountability. So it is that uh, when we enter in that sense of help, we have that strong understanding uh, that or belief, expectation that we can help others with our strengths. And that's how we're recruited. That's how we are brought into a role. And that it's our strengths that won that place to play. And yet, as soon as we get in, and this is what I found over my 20 odd years in different workplaces and different work roles, was that each one, uh, some abruptly, some so uh, small that I didn't notice it, chipping away in that, no, you can't do it that way. No, you have to do it this way. No, that's the way it's done. No, 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 no. And so for all of these no's, I just kept losing parts. And so that way I could conform and that way I could contribute and that way I could play the part as I was designed uh, to do that. So more and more, I just detached literally detached and dissociated and it was a it was a real effort a lot of energy to keep myself within my uh, body most days because I didn't I was running on the belief that I I had to do it this this way, this way that was so foreign to me. So many no's that I had to work out the yeses from there. And then so it got to a point where it was toward the end of the 20 odd years of working in these different roles. And I had literally lost my voice. I couldn't, I couldn't speak a word. I could make sounds, but I couldn't speak a word. So <laughs> talk about the perfect metaphor, but I'm not going to lean on that one. I'd literally lost my voice. And I'd also was also, I remember this day. And by this time I was medicated and I knew how to take medicine cocktails 
that's as much as I'll share on that. It's uh, something that I believed I was doing the very best I could do and I had learned from professionals on how to do that. And so I was sitting in the doctor's office and it was the second doctor's office that I'd said, hey, can I change this medication? I, 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 don't, I'm, I don't have a quality of life. I'm barely living and I don't think I can keep living. And in, in two different occasions, two different doctors looked at me and said, you have to stay on this medication. And I said, for what purpose? Because it's doing this. And I said, but it's costing me this. I can't keep doing this. I'm telling you, I can't keep doing this. What's another way that we can achieve the same or a better outcome? You have to stay on that medication. And so the there were a series of events that followed that were extraordinarily... Uh, uh, how do I say it? I wouldn't repeat it and I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't encourage it. However, it was the best I could do at the time with what I had. And so what had happened after that was I didn't realize it, but now looking at that moment and whether I've superimposed this decision uh, there and then or whether I've done it now changing the experience of that moment I can still uh, imagine the room I can still feel myself in that room I can still feel the air seemingly just stop and I I, I created uh, a belief that there is another way that this can work this cannot be the way that I'll live the rest of my life uh, and I decided a decision which was I'm going to find another way that this can work. Anyway, let's get to the happy ending, uh, which is that decision by decision, uh, I was able to get closer to finding a way that worked. And there is absolutely no way from that very moment or even from the very beginning could I have come up with that particular uh, that particular pathway or that particular outcome by a different path. Uh, so do I regret it? Heck no. I don't believe in regret. That's a different conversation that I'm happy to have. Uh, but what I do believe is that I was doing the very best with what I had uh, at the time and I made my decisions informed by what I had at the time I was as resourceful as I was at the time as I could be this is the point the passion and everything that uh, is coming to and is already in the humaning project having that resourcefulness through thinking and language so the internal conversation and experience and how it influences and contributes to the external conversation uh, behaviors relationships uh, requests for helps uh, and things like that I don't know why I pluralized plural pluralized uh, helps it's help uh, is plural anyhow walk past that weird
I think that why I got stuck on that particular word, my mind does this wonderful thing where it gets me, it pulls me out of going down a particular path. It pauses me enough and says, hey, come on, we don't need to go down that path. It's going to take us away from where we were going. So coming back, uh, it is the point, the passion, the purpose of the Humaning Project to support resourcefulness in any one moment for ourselves uh, and our connection uh, with ourselves and with others. That's where we're going with this, connecting uh, for the love of thinking, falling in love with our thinking and how our wonderful minds mind and how we can uh, connect evolve and influence that experience and other experiences with our language through our language not quite sure which one fits anyway try both on if you are feeling fancy free this morning anywho that's it for me it's breakfast time i hope you have a wonderful day in your way and until now next conversation see you.